Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hi, so today on Vulnerable, I have my friend Paul Butcher. He is an independent recording artist as well as a formal child actor, and we get to chat with him about his life, his journey, his family, and his new single, Horses. I'm Christy Carlson Romano, and this is The Vulnerable Podcast. Oh my goodness, Paul, thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me. Because I was wanting you to come on, and you were like, you know... Let's do it when you're in studio. Yeah, I know. You wanted to do Zoom, but I don't know. I can't I can't resist <sighs> I the personal connection with you. <laughs> no, but wait, thank you. But also, it's true. Like, you're my last for today. And it's like, I've had such a great time, like, yeah. really being able to, like, sit. Yeah. And, like, talk. Totally. I think I'm a better interviewer. Yeah. When I'm in the room. 100%. I mean, you feel each other's energy, and it's just a whole different experience. I feel you're, like. like, looking at flesh. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's the flesh. It's not the celluloid <laughs> plasma screen. I can't do the plasma. I need flesh. Yeah, like, while my kids run around, and, yeah. like, I'm, like, you know, it's, it, it, it's... Yeah, I also think it's the setting, because, like, just being in, like, your apartment or house or wherever, it's, like, okay, nothing changed. What do you so. think of the set? I love it. I'm actually so impressed. Right? I think it's awesome. I'm yeah. so, so we originally had a different kind of set that was more flat, but like the reason no, why we're doing like it like this, this is like, yeah, you know, this is it. This is it. I'm really, really impressed with our team. <laughs> Same. I'm impressed by you as thank, always. Oh, thank you. So yeah, let's, let's catch up. Yes, please. So when I last saw you, we were having fun on uh, my YouTube channel. Yeah. We were making some content together. I reached out to you, I think, via IG, and you were so sweet. And, oh, thank you. And you were like, hey, let's let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. And I remember us shooting a TikTok yeah. about your song. <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel like, and it doesn't, we don't plan it, but I feel like every time you reach out, I might have like a song. That oh, I my got. gosh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, you have a song right now? Yeah, it's called Horses. I just dropped it Uh two weeks ago maybe i don't know by the time this airs when it will be but yeah and you then message me i'm like this is so weird i feel like we're on the same schedule so <laughs> can we talk about though like your amazing social media presence your branding oh, thank you just in general though like you also have sort of like other people that you collaborate with mm -hmm. who are you're extremely inclusive and like i Thanks. find that the people that you're working with are super interesting talented thank folks. you so how did you come into the brand that is you now, because oh it is gosh. very different. It's a bit more spicy. Yes, yeah. It's what would you call your brand now? <sighs> See, that's so hard because I don't even really think about having a brand, and I've actually been told that I should probably like narrow it down. Okay, by um, who? Just by multiple people, not like even like my personal team or anything. Yeah. Just like friends, family members, team members, all the people. <laughs> they're <laughs> trying always... to put you in a box. Yeah, and I, I just <laughs> I'm one of those people that I get bored really easily, mm -hmm. so I would. I just, I like to change it up all the time. But like currently, I just, I feel like it's just more like me, I guess. Just yeah. being like authentic and sometimes I feel sexy and I want to do sexy stuff. Sometimes mm -hmm. I feel like dark and broody and I want to do that. And sometimes I'll do like super quirky, weird, funny stuff. And yeah. I'm just like... That's just kind of how I am as a person, though. Got it. Yeah. Okay. And and honestly, TikTok thrives in all of that. Yeah. Like, I think that's why I like TikTok so much. Is yeah. It's like I don't feel like there's like these walls of like I have to create some like 
Instagram feed or I love Instagram too, but it's like, that's just like more of like, you know, you build an aesthetic. Yeah. Like and you're kind of locked into that yeah, aesthetic. Exactly. And if you, yeah. it's like a lot of effort to try and change that aesthetic if you want to. Whereas like TikTok, I feel like I could just, it's like the wild west. I could do whatever. I know. That's how, <laughs> that's how I feel too. And for me though, I, I know my demo is like mostly female mm-hmm. And millennial a lot, right? Me. I'm your, I'm <laughs> your you? demo. Oh my god, thank you. <laughs> I love I all your so. videos. <laughs> oh my gosh, thank you. And like you know, so so yeah, it's like I have I have somewhat of a, a I guess eclectic demo, but like I think a lot of my users do use Instagram, and so yeah. I feel like I'm cheating on Instagram by having so much fun with TikTok. That's how I feel. I know, right? That's I'm like, like she's my side piece, but I'm li- serious. <laughs> that's she's literally my only how I side feel. piece. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you can go, you can go on TikTok. Everything can go on TikTok. Oh. Like everything, my mind even kind of thinks. I of. even repurpose yeah. my TikToks for my reels. Yeah, that's what I do too. Instagram used to be my wife, and I just gave her my sloppy seconds now. That's what I do. I'm like, oh, this did well on TikTok. Um, I'll put it on Instagram. I found that certain things that are doing well on my TikTok... Don't, yeah. They they, They don't translate. Because the things that do well on Instagram are more basic bitch stuff. Yes, totally. Like, if I just do, like, quirky, funny things that are very, like, about, like, I don't know, decor. I don't know. I can't even explain (laughs) it. I just noticed that the more basic bitch kind of humor... ...is working on Instagram. Yeah, for me, it's like, if I do something, like, weird or, or... strange or quirky or even just like a little like extra on TikTok mm-hmm. and then I translate over to Instagram people are like what the fuck yeah <laughs> they're like what is that but yeah. if I like on Instagram like you said if I just it's like photo shoot and it's like something simple of just like me getting my picture taken and it's a yeah. video and then show the model pictures after everyone's like <laughs> <laughs> but then on TikTok if I post that skip exactly like, it, like, does that. so they're definitely very different, different people yeah it's almost weird how it's like you're you you have to envision the face of the person that you're posting for yeah. in a weird way yeah that's a good um but yeah so and and then i mean like but you're probably you had vine and stuff like that like no, did you not get into that i had that? like six vines that i ever posted they okay were, they were funny i was funny but i funny. only did six of them <laughs> <He> was funny. <laughs> i think they were funny i agree i think you're funny thanks i try i go back and forth <laughs> humor's hard yeah but it's more like my mood. Sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, I want to be so funny and yeah. ridiculous. And then sometimes I wake up and I'm like, I want to be really serious and taken seriously and broody. And then, I all, love then all of a sudden I'm like, wait, no, I don't. What <laughs> sign are you? Aquarius. Oh, interesting. My husband's an Aquarius. Oh, nice. That's interesting. And What's then your... I have an Aries moon. Aries moon. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. You know, for those of you listening. <laughs> Take a, a moon. trip with us down Yeah, down so, yeah. <laughs> Your moon is what you really are. Mm-hmm. Your rising is what people perceive you to be. Mm-hmm. What are you, what is your? Um, they're both Aries and then uh, my main sign's Aquarius. Whoa, your yeah. rising is also an Aries? Yeah. That is interesting. Yeah, so I'm like, because I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. Aquarius is like, you know, go with the flow, uh-huh. like forever changing. Actually very eccentric, yeah, like uh, does a lot of uh, different exactly. things in their life. Which is totally a part of me. But then Aries <laughs> is like strong, like fiery, ambitious. ambitious and also like, sensual. Yeah. <laughs> sensual. You said it, not me. <laughs> uh-huh. I am a Pisces Aries cuss. Oh, nice. Uh, which means I'm a hot mess <laughs> and uh, bold about that, I suppose. <laughs> and then I'm a Gemini rising. Oh my gosh. that's how people see me. I don't, 
think of me as a Gemini. Are you a crazy Gemini? Uh, no, no, no. Rising though. Oh. Like what people would perceive me as is a Gemini. Oh, okay. That's my rising. And then okay. my, I'm a Taurus moon. Mm, mm, mm. So that's like, that I really sense. am, yeah. I guess, is that anchoring. Yeah, that totally makes thank sense. Because I always feel like really comfortable oh, <laughs> around you. you. Oh, shit. Wow. <laughs> thank you. And speaking of comfortability. So, so basically... We all, you know, everyone like grew up with you and me, I guess, as yeah. these like siblings, and uh, I, I bet we were like typecasted, yeah, for a long time. Yeah, I think so. I yeah. think that's like the beauty and the curse of being like a child actor is, you know, everyone sees you as this like one character, and I think only to like the past couple of years now, people are saying like my name. Oh, <laughs> like oh my god, it's Paul Butcher. Yeah, rather than like oh my god, it's Dustin. Mm -hmm. I think that has to do with. TikTok and like social media and like they see my name a lot more, which is super cool. I'm really grateful. But uh, yeah, for acting wise, I mean, I was lucky enough where I did a lot of different roles. I did uh, like yes. Criminal Minds and I did. Uh, oh, yeah. Totoro. Uh, yeah, my name is Totoro. I'm sorry, but like I listen to your <laughs> voice all the time. <laughs> That's actually, I get noticed for that so much. Yeah. That and Meet the Robinsons. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, people like that. There's like a whole cult following. I, I was going to say like you should be on this other podcast that I do called I Hear Voices where oh it's God. like we're talking about animation and I would love to. Um, <laughs> Sign me up. And like all that. But I'm curious about yeah. um, what was that like then going from that sitcom life or that series life to doing animation and stuff. Was that kind um, of what you were doing after? Zone? No, I mean, I kind of did it all throughout. I was in Avatar. I did, I've done so many voiceover stuff. So wow. I kind of just did that during, cause like, it's hard to film multiple things while you're on a show, but mm -hmm. like voiceover is so easy cause it, it takes like a couple hours. Sometimes yeah. driving there takes longer. Right, 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 right. That's true. Depending. Um, and it's so fun. I feel like everyone in voiceover is just always in a good mood and it's just like probably nice the- community. Yeah, probably the best like acting community, I would maybe say. I completely agree. Yeah. That's something that I talk about over on I Hear Voices quite a lot with, and Will Friedle is my co-host. And we always talk about how freeing it is yeah. to be behind, um, you know, yeah. a microphone and and sort of uh, given the the ability to play, like just be a kid. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast you know, put a voice to this character and there's like nothing, there's no wrong answers kind yes, of thing. Yes, totally. Yeah, you just get to have fun with it, I feel like. And yeah. Yeah, there's, no one cares about looks or anything. It's just like all positivity. I mean, I don't think I've ever had a bad voiceover experience. How could you, right? Yeah. It's like you're just in a room and they yeah. push the button when they're ready to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's like, yeah. there's a script. It's like, there's no competition. Yeah. There's none of that stuff. Mm -hmm. You love yeah. that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think with acting, like like uh, live action acting and being a, a kid star, it's definitely a weird space. I mean, I think I was fortunate enough. I went to regular school. So I like got uh. to experience, because we filmed in the summer. Um, oh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I got to still go to school. How many hours did you all work then in the summer? Was it like 12 hour days or I think they didn't? So whatever the kids allowed, I okay, forget. All right. Forget. Because I was like, now. you guys weren't union in a lot um, of ways. Like you were after. But it wasn't like you were. We were still SAG. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I can't really remember. Okay. <laughs> but I think yeah. we were SAG. And For a long after time, Nickelodeon wasn't. I union. think when we did it, it was both. Okay. Um. But I 
can't 100% remember. But yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, whatever yeah, sure. the legal amount was, we worked. I want to sure. say it was 12 or maybe it was 8. It's like somewhere. Well, depending on your age. Too, yeah. I think it like goes from 8 yeah, to 10 might have, like, to then 12 evolved when you turn. as I got older. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we had to do school on set. Mm-hmm. But then if it did overlap with school, because I think one of the seasons bled into school because we did 24 episodes instead of 13. Okay. But the rest were in the summer and my school worked with me and I was really lucky to have that like kind of like alter ego life yeah like i'm a normal kid but i'm not <laughs> what'd you do this summer yeah <laughs> yeah exactly I hung out, like on set and yeah went to the kids choice awards and stuff <laughs> oh my like god that. i used to love the kids choice awards they so seem like much. they would be a lot of fun they were so fun I um say oh i went to the teen choice awards I okay did not go see to the i kids didn't choice. like that one as much I'm it was sure. still good right. like it wasn't like there was anything wrong with it but the kids choice awards i don't know when i went i think it was like at its peak too. Oh yeah, what yeah. does that mean? Just like the performers they had, like Chris Brown performed at his like height of his career, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and then like Will Smith and Gwen Stefani, and just like the people who performed was so. Good. It was like a moment. Yeah, like, when and then it going. was everyone who was like at their pinnacle would yeah. perform there, and I was like, "What year was that? I want to say it was like oh three oh four or something like that, yeah. maybe a little earlier." <laughs> yeah, like it is weird. I see like all all of the people like that were big then, sort of getting to an age where they are looking older and yeah. acting older and like yeah. it's just like it's like oh shit I know we are older no don't say that okay but we look we look <laughs> I'm good I'm a baby we look good we look good <laughs> yeah but it is it's so weird it's like I remember somebody said something about like the golden girls were like what was that thing right now the golden girls were the same age as sex in the city yes what right now the Golden Girls are the same age as the as the ladies that were in Sex in the City. I love Sex in the City. I know. I and actually, it's like you don't see them as Golden no. Girls, but it's like that was then we're talking about. Yeah, it's so weird. You're yeah. talking about now. Yeah. Like yeah. The new series. Yes. Yeah. The same age okay, got it. So not That's Sex so in the wild. City. It's uh, what's that one called? Um, as not as you like, like it, just like and that. Just like okay. that. Got it. I love that show, yes. and I love the original Sex in the City. I've actually been binge watching. It's like my late night show, where I like. Put it on right before I go to bed. It's a great show. Yeah. And I'm on the last season. What do you take from a it. show like that? Oh, I don't know. I think it makes me want to write a show like that. For and women? Yeah. What is? What do you feel like your connection to that experience is? I don't know. It's just everything's so glamorized. And mm-hmm. I don't actually think it's like too unrealistic. Yeah. It's like uh, I actually think there's a lot of like people would be like, oh, that doesn't really happen. But it actually kind of does. <laughs> it's like because yeah. it's based in New York and they're glamorizing New York and I just kind of like in my mind translated over if there'd be like an LA version um, and it it's like not too far off like it's with dating and stuff with dating yeah. with uh, just like the different character types and just like people you encounter and, yeah. and just like there's scenarios like it's not you think like oh this is exaggerated for TV but like living in LA my whole life I'm like it's not that exaggerated so yeah so living in LA what has that been for you? I know that your dad was a competitive NFL linebacker. Yes, yeah, he was in the NFL. He played for the Panthers, Lions, Rams, Colts, and Raiders. Wow. Yeah. Journeyman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then and then he retired. Yeah, and okay. then he uh, he helps people who owe taxes at the IRS now. Amazing. So he yeah. pivoted. Yeah. What what did he think of your of your young fame? Um, I mean, it was interesting because I like I also feel like I have a, a different story than a lot of child actors of like I pushed it like I really wanted to do it he wanted me to play sports and I just hated it (laughs) well I mean it is really violent yeah I would (laughs) 
<laughs> exactly. <It's> so <laughs> to see like a little kid clobber another little kid with the big helmets and everything when yeah. they start young. It just wasn't for me. I would be no. playing like soccer and they'd be like, you know, kicking the ball and accidentally kick my shin and be like, why are they kicking me? No, you're like, this <laughs> isn't like, okay. This is not mine if people I don't like want to do this. <laughs> yeah. So I was wow. like, I want to be in the TV and they, at first, like they didn't want me to. So that is really interesting. So it's like you you almost like rebelled. Yeah. And then like one of his teammates was like, if he like really was begging you to play football when you let him. And I was like, and or he was like, I guess you're right. And so then they finally let me in. I got That's, an agent and auditioned. And who was your first agent? It was Innovative. Innovative was a powerhouse yeah. agency for young talent. Yeah. It was them. And then it was like. ICM and yeah. like uh, who else was really big? Um, I mean, always William Morris and Creative Artists, but, I don't but know CSD if, was really big too for kids. Yes, for CSD kids specifically, was huge. I think they kind of probably still are. Yeah, but youth, sort of the youth talent departments are always like it's interesting to see, like you know who's repped by who and whatnot. Because yeah. then you can you become friendlier with the folks that are repped by yeah. your same agent. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I I had a great experience. Abby was great. Um, yeah, good. And innovative was great. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so anyway, so you basically were like, Dad, I want to do this, and and he was, but he was like happy for your fame because he obviously yeah was I super think, competitive. I think and, it's because it all boils down to like, I actually I think I'm lucky enough that I had such a great experience. So like, I loved it. I was happy. Yeah, no, like, this is good. I, like, I wanted to do it. So yeah. it was just like, there wasn't, I don't think, any downside. Okay, anything. so he was like, there's no issue here. Yeah, like, there, this and, is great. and I still went to school. I didn't even like, I didn't even have to get homeschooled or anything. So there was really no like downside. Then then when I did, I did other projects, obviously, besides Zero One One, like we mentioned, and my school would always work with me. So like if I was out a couple of weeks or even a month, they would send me the work and I do it on set. And then I just come back to regular school. So which school was it? Um, it was for high school it was Oaks Christian. And oh yeah. For, I've heard of it. Um, middle school. It was Calvary Christian. That's really great. Yeah. But I, again, like I feel like with, with your dad, he must've like had a, like to be traded or to work with that many different teams. He must've been really good. Yeah. And that must've taken a lot of commitment and competitive Sort of a, that kind of a lifestyle. Yeah. Did I he impart any wisdom when you started like, I think auditioning? Probably in a sense where I get it from. Both my parents kind of have it where they anything they do, they like one. It's they usually love it. Like that was like a whole motto thing. Like always do what you love. Ah. And that was like instilled from like a young age mm -hmm. with me of like like make sure you when you do work you love it because then it doesn't feel like work. Yeah. And I like still feel that way, and that's why I still act and why I do music and Interesting. I like never feel like I'm working obviously like it's not rainbows and butterflies all the time but like right, at the end right. of the day like I like him having fun it's your choice yeah that yeah. you're still choosing yeah because you chose it initially yeah, yeah that's yeah. really cool yeah and I actually do think that makes a big difference no it does because there's so many people who I mean I've heard so many child actor horror stories of like my parents forced me or I didn't want to do it or yeah or, or 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 even worse is I didn't really consciously choose this. Yes, or like so know not, what I, I was getting into. Exactly. Like yeah. I'm not really sure why I started doing it kind yeah. of thing. I feel and like now it, it's just like a part of me that I continue yeah, that I can't like really, aimlessly. Exactly. Like, yeah. I think that we locked into something. I think that it has to be a child that's like, I need to do this. Yeah. I like literally, they wouldn't let me do it. So that's like the big difference. Yes. Like, and I was like, please, I want to be in the TV and like begged. Yeah. And then it was their friends who were like, if he begged to do a sport or like uh, outside activity at school or whatever, 
whatever, like you would be all for it. So right. he's begging you, like, let him. That's great. And they did. And, and they I'm, did. I'm happy. That's so great. And you got with Innovative, which is, like yeah. you said, like a really nice agency. So yeah. so then after, so then you, you're doing all the voiceover work. What happened? Did you kind of age out of the tween stardom kind of stuff? Or yeah, I, mean, I don't really know what happened, I guess. I mean, like looking back, I think maybe I would have done things a little differently. Really? But, what like, would you have so, like, I mean, I did Zoe 101 and, like, yeah. had all this, like, success and everything. And I, I've continued on with it. And I've done a lot of projects even to this day. I just had a movie come out. Oh, yay. I did two Netflix projects. Okay, so. hello. <laughs> we can see you everywhere then. Thanks. <laughs> but that's at the point. I feel like, but it might be good. I was so in love with, like, after I finished all that, um, with, like, school and my friends and, mm-hmm. like, at high school and finishing that. You and, were like, choosing that. Yeah, I chose that, Got I think, I, at one point. And, like, my parents never forced me to do anything, mm-hmm. so they let wow. me, and I took a lot of time focusing on school. I did school musicals, and it was really fun. And then I went to I, – I was, like, the baker and in Into the Woods. And then I did – I went to UCLA for college. And okay. I was, like, in a frat, and I – like What I, frat are you in? I was in CBT. Oh, yeah, I love CBT. <laughs> yeah. CBT were always the nicest guy. It was uh, a football frat in, yeah, yeah, at that's Columbia. How, yeah, that's how ours was at yeah? UCLA. It's the football frat. How funny. Which is funny because everyone – like, your dad's <laughs> in football, so you're yeah, in our frat Everyone now. was, like, uh, like – Six three and giant, and then I'm like there, and then the the one thing I did do is like you know like you have like pledge duties like oh after a party you like clean up and yeah. stuff, and I would always be like oh I have an audition I can't, <laughs> <laughs> I can't make it oh, and like <laughs> their nationals I'm when sick. I like joined announced that I was in it like before I finished my pledge thing mm-hmm. so once they announced it I was like I'm not doing. Oh, I love it. (laughs) I was like, I'm sitting back and enjoying. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I was little. Oh, that's so funny. It was funny. UCLA is a beautiful campus. (sighs) It was so nice. I had the best time. It was so, so fun. Yeah. So I I guess, yeah, I don't regret anything because I had the best time. That's what I'm saying. It's like you chose that part of your life. Yeah. People advocated for you and they were like, we're going to support you doing this. And then you had your your good experience. Yeah. And And then you chose to do... The plays in school. I'm curious, like, what was that like to have been on like a big set and then go into the the, the amateur theater for your school? It was. So what's crazy is like, so the high school I went to is like, I, it's like Professor X Marvel. Like, yeah. High school. It was like one of those schools. It's so like, like karaoke here. Yeah. It's in, like um, super crazy. LA. Where like, I mean, I had all these famous people that went there and their kids went there, mm-hmm. and so like the the musicals there were like Broadway productions. Oh my gosh, like, like wow. They had, like we, we did Into the Woods, I was the baker and they had like people on stilts as trees and like a what? tree that would turn invisible and show somebody inside. So it was what? just like, it was like high production value. Yeah. And then at UCLA I did, I was Roger and Rent and then. Oh my God, like, I'd love to see you yeah, as Roger Yeah, it was so Rent. fun. I, I would love it. to see you as Roger and Rent like when it, if it were to come back. So yeah, I would, I would love, I would love to do that. It was like probably my favorite thing ever. And they also had like a crazy budget and it's UCLA, so. Yeah. Yeah, I never really like thought of it as being like small or um, like amateur because it didn't feel like it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. well, it wasn't. And yeah. also, too, here's the thing. It's like when you make the choice to be a part of something artistic, it shouldn't be motivated by the the money, Yeah, yeah. the transactional part yeah. of all of it, Yeah, which is something that seems to be like a through line in, in what you do in creating art right. and these moments on TikTok. It's, mm-hmm. like, it's like they are truly authentic. It's maybe very different from from video to video and what you're feeling. Yeah. But each of those is a part of you. Yeah. Genuinely. Yeah, like you you saw a sound or a trend or whatever it may be or an idea popped in your head that you were like, I want to create this. So yeah. there's like a reason you want to. Okay. Yeah. 
So when did you start making your own music? Like, was it out of college? Um, I mean, I had... I know we talked about this too a little bit, <laughs> yeah, too. We did. You brought it up, I think, on a, a previous show. Uh, when I was probably more, like, rehearsed, and you had, this um, is more of, like, vulnerable. You, yeah, so. you showed Don't Go, I think, which oh, was... Yeah. Uh, it was, like, one of my first songs in that masterpiece of a music video. <laughs> I remember it now. Yeah. <laughs> How can I forget? The hair. Yes, the hair. It was the amazing. Hair. Um, I love it. I love every part of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I did covers for a while. and just Covers kinda like, were big. Yeah, they were so On YouTube big. and that, stuff. Yeah. And I you were doing with, covers on YouTube? Yeah, I worked with uh, Kurt Hugo Schneider, and we did Pillow Talk, and I did Mercy, and a couple Zane songs. And, and I had so much fun, and it kind of, like, taught me, like, how to be in the studio and just it was to like use the studio yeah like uh, so you were producing it yourself not myself not entirely like I had a producer but just like I got more savvy with everything yeah and then I started doing a little album or like I guess an EP with a a guy who's like a pretty big like Emmy nominated producer but it was he ended up being like super shady oh no I lost all my work he tried to like extort me for money oh you don't say the Uh, the music industry is yeah I mean I heard yeah my actually Abby she once told me that the music industry is worse than porn oh that's something Abby would have said yeah Yeah. she she was a don't hold back I'm gonna tell you yeah I love that about her but um yeah yeah, she uh she literally said that and I didn't believe her at the time Mm -hmm. but I actually might agree but I I love music have you done porn (laughs) yeah but the first my first time experience (laughs) I must say wait do you have an OnlyFans no would you ever have an OnlyFans no come on now you already do thirsty content no if I had an OnlyFans it would be because I partnered them in some kind of like smart deal way and then I wouldn't ever do like uh, x-rated content you know Dan Benson do you know this guy he was in Wizards of Waverly Place um I don't okay see because he was Disney and you're Nickelodeon yeah and these lines do not cross (laughs) yeah we're here to break that if I like the only way I would do it is if I like had some song that was like called OnlyFans, like it like yeah. made, it was some kind of like purpose. I feel you. But I wouldn't join and like do any X-rated content or anything like that. Yeah, um, it's just not my forte. That's so funny. I think because I was gonna I say, think, has your parent have your parents like oh, seen some of your social media stuff? Or are they laughing? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like I mean TikTok has so many guidelines. So anything that's like sexy on TikTok is still like PG. Totally. <laughs> like it's, it's a lot of like the in, like the innuendo and stuff. Yeah, and I think like you're really and I good think about that. That's what I like. I I think like what makes people sexy is like mystery and like Mm -hmm. not being able to figure out and like it's that like aura and it's like a vibe rather than like I mean obviously if you're completely naked that's one thing but to be able to be sexy without that is a different craft and And I like that and you kind of put that into your music um I I I'm not gonna like self-proclaim that. I'm <laughs> saying. It. Thank you. I'm I appreciate saying that you that. put that mystery in terms of. And do you write a lot of your songs? Yeah, or? I write all my songs. Oh my gosh, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So are you finding your voice as sort of an adult? The more uh, obviously you had a bad experience. Yeah, but I mean, I didn't. Then I kind of like quit music for a little bit because I was so disheartened, and it yeah. was just like I worked so hard on this EP, and just to have it like. All over money, which is like, and it's not money I owe. Like he tried to extort me for more and it was okay. just a horrible situation. And yeah. It's just such a shady person. But mm-hmm. then I like, uh, I, I got away from that. And then I took like a couple years and then producer friend was like, come on, you can't give up. And I was like, all right. And we went in the studio and we wrote nothing, which is, uh, a, I just dropped a music video for it like oh, a, cool. a month ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, that, that song was about like, you know, just being at a low place where you don't 
want to like even pursue your dreams or do anything. Mm, it, it could be related to like love as well. But it, in this scenario, it was more just like I felt nothing towards my passions. Yes. And I was just done. That sucks, man. But then the irony is me writing that song with this producer kind of re-sparked it. So like, but it was like a, a journal, a diary. Oh, okay. And then I was inspired again. And then now I have like a whole EP coming out. And so you found your love of music again yeah through through this one experience with a producer or i mean i always loved music mm -hmm. but i lost that spark and then by doing this song i found it again i feel like i found like you'd like took another chance yeah i, I like decided okay. to to be open to it again and i did it and that's I, hard man yeah i mean yeah i'm just happy that i was able to do that and mm -hmm. get out of the rut and then now i have like a whole like category or um was a category? What's it called? Like a catalog. Yeah, catalog. Yes, Thank you. you have catalog. A whole catalog. Of yeah. Songs that I haven't yeah. released yet, but that I'm like in love with, and that's I'm, so important. I just released one of them, "Horses," that came out in August, and I uh, have. Are you gonna go on tour? I would love to. I think I would like to get all my songs out and do videos and like kind of build the hype a little bit more. Yeah. But then that would be like I would love to do that. Yeah. yeah. So like, who do you who do you take inspiration from, and like, who do you sort of feel like you're sound is similar to oh god i really like zane like okay. his uh mind of mine album mm -hmm. uh i like billy eilish melanie martinez oh yeah i like isn't she like on tour with drake i right have now? no idea actually okay but like i'm just obsessed with her music and the way she writes and like it's like kind of interesting and darker and poetic and mm -hmm. they definitely take a lot from that and then justin timberlake has always been like my favorite artist since I, I was mean, a kid. I still have love for I love Justin him. Timberlake. People want to hate on him I these know, days. I know, I know. I don't know why. Yeah. I just, I, I, well, they're like uncovering things and I, then I yeah. guess not liking what they see. But at the same time, I think like they, they're they they're kind of coming after him for his like talent, which is like irrefutable. He's yeah, a talented Yeah, I feel guy. like for me with artists and stuff, yeah, I mean, personal life, I obviously don't want to support anybody that does anything I, I really disagree with. Oh, but of course. At the end of the day, like art, I'm like liking them for their art and like his songs and how he's inspired me since I was a kid. It's just, I, I've always respected it. Yeah. He's got kind of like a stronghold on us. Are yeah. you, a, you a millennial? I am. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah I was going to say, you're not Gen Z. You're no. millennial. You're me. Yeah. We, we are together. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. 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 Millennial, millennials actually. There's like a clear so difference. Diff they're so different. So different. Like I'm actually what's considered an elder millennial. <laughs> You're our elder. I'm an elder. <laughs> you need pointy ears. Yes, I need like a big cane. A cane, and yeah. A cape, and I need to like walk slowly. Yeah. But yeah, elder millennial. I kind of think it's dope. I, think I, I like being a millennial. I, I, I think like, it's like, because I feel like I'm still fun and trendy, which yeah. makes me not sound like I'm fun and which trendy. Which is so when cringe. <laughs> like when I say it out loud, I'm like, God, no, I'm not. Trendy, um, what? But like, I, I feel, feel like you. <laughs> we said that when you came in, you were like, you look great. And I was like, I'm trying to keep up with the kids. Yeah, I feel like, you know, we still are like a part of TikTok. Yeah, we, like, we're part we of TikTok. We do things. Oh, God, I'm making myself sound so we're cool old. right now. We're old, keep going. But yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to lean into it. But we do things that the kids do. But uh, Have you seen Charlie Puth on TikTok? Is it puth or puth? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm so old, TikTok. I'm never going to call him anything different. That's the cutoff. Charlie That's the cut down. That's amazing. Wait, That's it's the not best thing puth? I no, it's puth. Oh, whatever. Oh, it's spelled the same. <laughs> it's P-U-T-H. Puth. Puth. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best thing anyone's ever said to me. Okay, so I Mr. Charlie. I do know Mr. Puth. Mr. Charlie P. <laughs> 
Do you, uh, like when he does like light switch and I and I remember yeah. when that came out and he like song. does these cool TikToks that like yeah. sort of embody the sound and how he like produced it. Does that like does that like inspire you? Oh yeah, I like love that song. I think that's like brilliant. I think he's so smart. He's a millennial too, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. Think, yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, yes, he is. All right, cool. <laughs> Got confirmation that Charlie Puth is one of us. I can't even say it. It's Puth. Puth. Charlie, your last name is now Puth. Yeah. And you've got, he's probably gotten that his whole life. Sure. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yes. Christy Carlson Ramino. Yeah, I know. I've gotten that my whole life. I get Butcher or Boucher. Boucher is the big one. Like Bobby Boucher. Yeah, I like be at auditions because I think no one wants to accept the fact that it's just Butcher, like a meat butcher. Yeah. So but I, no, now the boys. He has a last, his name's Butcher yes, and yeah. it's the coolest name. Nobody still, I still Butcher get, is a dope Every ass time name. someone reads it, like, okay, Paul, um, Boucher? And I'm like, <laughs> Butcher. It's just Butcher, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's just Butcher, bro. It's just Butcher. Yeah. Butcher's a dope name. I like it. You should do you should do a, a whole album called Butcher. I should. I the Butcher it. Shop. Yes. Yeah. That would be the theme. Exactly. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, cool. And so you're inspired by folks that are millennials and then also like some of that new yeah. that new stuff. What yeah. are the new trends that are ex- inspiring your art other than like like the most like really recent ones? Yeah, sure. Oh, God. What are your I favorite songs? I like millennials more than I like yeah. Gen Z. So the millennials that are currently making music? Yes. Okay. I like Miley Cyrus, I think, is just She's, insane. I saw her at ACL. Yeah. And she'll play like a lot of stuff that she did back in the day, but then she'll do it her way. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like really cool to see that. Yeah, I love it so much. I don't there hasn't been I like Little Nas a lot. Is he but is he still a millennial? I don't think so. Yeah, he's he, super he's young. Gen Z? He's super young, but yeah. He's, I feel like but, he's right on the cusp. But I also think that he is like a lot of these folks that are doing all the Y2K fashion stuff. Yeah. Like a lot of the trends. I need so you, to be more fashionable. I, I like, don't know why you're beating yourself up. I love your shirt. <laughs> no, thank you. This is like my button down is like my normal style. But I see people like with whole like put together outfits. Oh, and it's I'm tough like, to I don't be know a how recording you artist, I bet. <laughs> well, this is why Billie Eilish was so cool, right? Yeah. Like when she came out and it was like she had... Um, she was doing all that stuff where she wasn't showing her curves and yeah. she was getting all that street cred yeah. for being very like anti-establishment in that yeah. way. But it still was so fashionable. It was. Yeah. She made it so cool. Yeah. I was really proud of her for doing that. Yeah. But then, so then how are, what, what do you feel like your relationship as being an independent artist now mm-hmm. and having had, you know, negative experiences oh, I know, with producers? I know, uh, I think she would be considered Gen Z. Yeah. I love Sabrina Carpenter. With like a passion. Sabrina Carpenter. She's on Disney. Yes, I love her. She's one of your sisters. Yes, I know. (laughs) See, that's why I say touch me so that we can have a Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon Disney. Disney We need to put our rings together. I know, right? Could you imagine? What would happen? Yeah. (laughs) She's great. I love her. I'm obsessed with her. She just dropped an album called Emails I Can't Send and... (laughs) I just think it's a masterpiece. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like she's in that Taylor Swift, like, mm-hmm. kind of journal punk. Totally. Like her and Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. It's really cool to see them sort of have their wings. Yeah. She's coming to a concert in October. I need to find a way there. <laughs> you got to you gotta meet her. I feel like she's Yeah. She hit, hit me up with your Disney Connect. I know, right? <laughs> she's very good friends with Danielle Fischel. Okay. Who, you know, they were on the Girl Meets World show together. And from what I know, Danielle is like a mo- second mom to her. Cool. And it's really sweet to see, like, you know, people like that growing up and you kind of mentoring them. Or yeah. Having people. So totally. is there anybody that, like, you feel like is in the business now that you kind of, I don't know, have a rapport with? That Either I someone, mentor or that no, maybe mentors that, maybe me? Maybe somebody that mentored you or somebody that, or there are younger people coming up that you 
sort of are helping? Mm. Or has anyone mentored you when you were younger? <laughs> I don't think so. No, damn it! <laughs> I'm trying to think. This I is feel a like, common thing, though. Mentorship I mean, is super important. I feel important. like everyone on my show, because I was 10 and they were all like 14 and 15, yeah. I looked up to because like, it was like, oh, I want to hang out with the teenagers. So sure. it was I was always fascinated by all of them and okay. was like in awe um that yeah like i just hard not to yeah and I mean, then you're it's going just to like, like it's like a kid wanting to hang out with the older kids like, you're literally like, the demo of nickelodeon yeah like them at 14 really weren't the demo when yeah. you think about it yeah because they were looking at mtv yeah 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 so i think that you you were their demo for sure yeah so that was i think they i definitely was inspired by them i mean as far as like actual mentoring, like I know them and they're mentoring me or I'm mentoring somebody, I don't think so. You kind of always have been like a free and independent spirit. Yeah, like. that's like definitely more my personality. I feel like like I just kind of, yeah, I'm an only child. So is that it? Is that why? <laughs> Maybe but I don't know. You're independent because you're only child. Maybe yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I always love getting advice from people, but at the end of the day, I have my own vision, I guess, and and just. I'm a lone wolf. I love it. <laughs> I don't know. You are so moody and poetic. I love this. <laughs> Thanks. But I mean, I definitely get inspired by a lot of people. Like, Oh, it says you you talked about Britney and you love her. I do. I love her. So she, you are a big Britney fan. She. Oh, oh my God. When I was on the show and we used to Oh my to God, you were in her. the car with Britney going to dinner and the paparazzi <laughs> were chasing her? That, yes, that definitely happened. Oh that, my God. Yeah. What happened? Um, I mean, I used to, I probably like hung out with Britney Almost as much or more than even Jamie Lynn. Jamie Lynn. Well, she was busy on set. Yeah, she's sure. busy on set. <laughs> yeah. And then when she wasn't, she would go and be hanging out with her friends back home. But uh, yeah, my friend, my mom and her mom were friends. So mm -hmm. I'd see Brittany a ton. And she was just always like that person that walks in the room and you just, she just glows. She's so sweet. So sweet. Yeah. So just unique just she's a star like she like is, literally right? they're like she's so captivating and i was just like i mean i was like 10 to 13 or 14 at the time like that range and i was just so in awe with her i remember yeah. one time i like and i gotta be like 11 i hadn't dated anybody or anything and i like we left their house and i was in the car and i was like crying and my mom was like why are you crying it's like i just want to find a girlfriend like britney <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I like literally she's like, like yes honey everyone else does she's too like, mm -hmm. <laughs> so does the entire world <laughs> like, oh, it's a normal response honey <laughs> yeah that's so funny so I definitely like was so she kind of mentored you in a weird way in a weird way yeah she's I like mean, a big sister to yeah you. I mean I think all of them like all the people on the show yeah like, uh, her mm -hmm. like anyone in that category because I was so young like mm -hmm. even like meeting people from Disney and yeah. Miley Selena all of them like I was always like I wasn't like in awe like this kid who just walked around like but yeah, yeah. I you was just like cool. yeah I was still pretty cool um <laughs> but no I mean everybody was just I don't know I feel like it was a different time too everyone seemed so happy and mm -hmm. just everyone everything everyone was doing was so inspiring and mm -hmm. like the Jonas Brothers were awesome and right. I loved it all like, right yeah so your your experience of it was kind of like almost like it's really interesting so like I, I would be remiss if I didn't say, hey, like I spoke to Alexa and her experience of Zoe 101 was very, very different. Yes. Why do you think that is? Oh, God, I don't know. I mean, every, obviously every single person on earth has like a different experience. Very different vastly mindset, different mindset. Different, yeah. 
I do think a lot of it probably was the fact that this was like my passion and mm-hmm. nobody else's. So mm-hmm. like I really was inspired by everything I was seeing. I still am today. I, I direct and I write scripts and I direct music videos. I do everything like in the industry because I still am like in awe with it. You're in love with it. Yeah, I'm yeah. in love with it. But at the end of the day, it just because I'm in love with it doesn't mean like everybody here is is great. There's yeah. so many shitty people and yeah. there's so many. And like I've been fortunate enough where – I feel like I've been treated pretty good. Good. Um, but there has been shitty people, but for the most part, those people, like the music producer. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. But I let it, my mentality, I let it roll off my back. I feel you. I bless them and I move on. I feel and you. And I go, they'll they'll be taken care of. Okay. And like I, and I've never had anything so traumatic that have, would like affect me on a deeper level. Everything's been like kind of surfacey of like, like losing songs at the end of the day. It was hard because they're my babies and I love my yeah. songs and they came from me. Yeah. But okay. like, it's not as deep as if like something happened on a, on a more existential level. Yeah. I like, feel you. I yeah. feel you. I feel you. I understand your experience. I really truly see that and, for you. Yeah. And I everyone, believe that too. I don't I think you're really, like telling me no. something that you don't believe. Yeah. And I had really good parents that like watched out for me and oh, they were on set with me. That is and, helpful. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I was advocate. very like uh, And your dad and, scared the shit out of anybody. Yeah. And he's a football was... <laughs> player. <laughs> and like, yeah, I mean, with Alexa, I know she has like a lot of feelings towards like bullying and mm-hmm. she felt bullied on set. And I don't, I don't know her story. I don't know. That's anything. the thing is her, that's her yeah. experience from um, when she was young. Yeah. And I, I would never want her to feel like, you know, secluded or bullied or left out. I feel like that's not you. <laughs> no. I mean, I was 10 at the time. Like, literally. And you're also a child. Yeah. I was literally 10. So like how it's like people want to say like, oh, do you know Shia? And how he would feel about XYZ. I'm like, dude, I have not seen them <laughs> yeah. in like a decade I literally haven't and a half. spoken to her since uh, the second season of Zoe 101. Exactly, so, exactly. And when I was on the show, I had no problem with anyone in the cast. That's and I think thing. our one, so young. the one thing I hear from her is, you know, there was a party that I didn't invite her to. Okay. But, you know, I was 10. We're squashing <laughs> the beef. Yeah. Plus it wasn't your party. No. It was a rap party. It was a rap party. You were handed I'm invitations. I'm not in charge of invites. I did not make the guest list. <laughs> I was 10 years old. You should not. By the way, you should not have been handing out those invitations. No. Somebody, I bet you pawned that job off to you so that they didn't look bad. Probably. And like <laughs> me, my go lucky self. I'm, I, and You're I'm like, always, sure, I'll hand out. Yeah. Like, okay. And I think yeah, no, you don't her, get one. <laughs> yeah, I would never. Sure, what happened? I would never exclude anyone on purpose Aww, ever. To your party. Like, yeah. To my, like, yeah. If I'm making a guest list, never. Done. Am I a truthful person? If she like looked at me and she was like, hey, do I get an invite? I'm just like, sorry, I don't have one. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm you like, didn't sure. take pleasure in that, I'm sure. I know. No Good. pleasure was ever taken. I think I, that we want to villainize these kids that are growing up on set, and I don't think we need to do that. And I yes. think, like, we can move forward knowing that whatever might have happened to the kids, it's like we we do need to sometimes look into, like, adult advocacy. I 100% and, and how agree. meaningful it can be that your parents were, like, so positive. Yeah. Sounds like a miscommunication. It sounds like a miscommunication. That, I know there was, just, I, there was beef yeah. back then between people and different castmates. So I didn't have any beef. But. Is there, do you do you think that there could be a world where there could be like almost like no beef or drama on a on a children's set? Or do you think that's just like Oh, I always- think uh, I, I was like on our specific one? I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> everyone has them though. It seems like every children's show and I even- mean, I think it's part of being a kid at the same time. How can we help people the have kids? To, <laughs> right. But I mean if you were in school, it happens too. There's yeah. cliques, there's there's different groupings and yeah. it's just something as like like now as like an adult, like I like 
everyone. I think everyone's like so unique and like yeah. ev like everyone is deserves respect. Mm -hmm. And I think I've always been that even as a kid. Yeah. But there's a lot of people and they're even as an adult now that are still clicky or still rude. Do you, what do you do still, when you see that clicky energy? Do you I just kind of go in another way? Yeah, I think it's the yeah. same like motto of like people who like wronged me in the business. It's mm -hmm. just you just bless them and move on and nice. like you don't have to fight with them you if you see something like they're being blatantly disrespectful to someone stand up for that person oh good in like face to face if you're witnessing it but if you're not if that's just like their character type just distance yourself hope that they'll change mm -hmm. um hope that they'll get told by other people and corrected and that the world will right will the shape wrongs. them right yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but it's not your energy and yeah. it's not your vision but i mean yeah i mean even people in this industry people from my show even mm -hmm. i i'm sometimes baffled at the fact that we haven't become peaceful adults oh <laughs> but you are isn't it funny how the baby of the group has to become the adult of everybody <laughs> thank you I, I i definitely have my faults i'm not perfect yeah no worries but yeah i mean yeah. Yeah. There's just been so many instances from my own show, from witnessing other people's show where I'm like, yeah. how is this even happening? Why I are people like being excluded? Why I, are things going on? It like, was not your answer. It's so easy to, to just include everybody or yeah. like communicate with mm. people and you just choose not to. And I don't get it. It sounds to me like you learned a lot in a positive way at a yeah. younger age and that you've taken the good from all of that. And I'm really happy to see that you're bringing it to your art. Thanks. And that you have a loving heart and Thanks. you've I been so sweet. I just don't know how sweet. people can't like put <laughs> yourself like, no, in their I'm own shoes. <laughs> like, why don't you want to like respect everybody? I don't know that answer, but I think there can be protections in place. And you can still say like no, or like if you don't want somebody in a project or whatever it yeah, is, like yeah. you can still have that. But yeah, of course, it's your money, it's yeah. your project. But or like if you disagree with someone on set, I don't know. I feel like there's always a way to work. I that. think there is. Yeah. I think that there needs to be more people in position of uh, only focused on advocacy. Yeah, that aren't like trying to tear production down that aren't enemies of the state kind of thing yeah. that are simply there to facilitate that conversation that needs to take place because obviously the, those conversations aren't being had. Yeah. Well, look, how does everyone find you? Obviously horses. We're about to do a TikTok before I flee to the airport. <laughs> Paul got to be in studio, which just just light, light of my life oh, here. Oh, thank you. Um, and so horses is your single, but you're not done releasing music because you have more before yeah. you go on tour? Yes, yes. Okay. I have uh, horses just came out. The Please, music video? The music video is not out yet. Ooh. I'm trying to decide what to do for it. I have a couple Come to Texas I would horses. love that. I would yeah. love that. <laughs> Go to Austin where I live. There's yeah. a lot of horses. But yeah, I, I released horses. Use it on TikTok. Use the sound. I'm yes. going to kind of, I want to, we'll think of some trends to do after this. Thank you, Paul, for Thank coming. You. Thank you for coming. And please go um, download Horses, listen to it, and use it on TikTok. Thank you, guys. Love you guys. Yay. It's always amazing being here. Vulnerable is hosted by me, Christy Carlson Romano, produced by Elizabeth Joy Windham and executive produced by Brendan Rooney. Our sound engineer and editor is Elizabeth Joy Windham, and our video editor is Eduardo Gamba. Follow Vulnerable wherever you listen to podcasts so you can join me every week for a vulnerable conversation. And be sure to follow Vulnerable on Instagram and TikTok at The Vulnerable Podcast. And make sure to tune in to my YouTube to watch the video version. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. 
And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.